Jesus Christ. Salvation is in no other name. Not in Allah, not in Buddha, none of those. It's in Yeshua, the Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, just clap your hands and praise God. You know, we serve not a hit or miss God. We serve Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe. He establishes his covenant with people. But I could already see that Muslim couple, because of what the principal and the thing did. Because my wife was saying, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. See, they were already wanting, attracted towards Jesus. I could just see their faces. They didn't speak a single word about their God. Whereas my wife was like, thank you, Jesus, in front of them. <laughs> and I could see them. These are potential fish for our net. Because they already saw the works of what God did. Thank you, Lord. Because I'm curious when I hear about this kind of healings. Who healed you? Which God healed you? <laughs> Buddha can't heal you. None of those guys can heal you. And then here comes the news. <laughs> well, I'm serious, man. So we need to learn how to whip the devil. And the ecclesia is the only ones who can do that. Ecclesia is the governing body. People who have been bestowed with authority as delegated authority here on earth. We are God's people, delegated authority here on earth. Our words carry a lot of power. Whether you know it or not, try it. <laughs> just get out. You know, one day the Lord said to me, just get out to the environment. Face east, face west, face north, face south. Just keep declaring. He said, just, you need to keep turning. Keep turning. Keep declaring. Our mouth is like a double-edged sword. You have to wage war with your mouth more. Just get up. But I also, I don't know why the Lord told me. Whenever there's some serious stuff, he'll tell me to step out outside the house. Get to the open air. And declare. And I will. I've seen a lot of results. I've seen stuff withering to the root. So I recognize I need to use my words very carefully now. You know. Uh, I just can't randomly release even judgments against people. I recognize some things land right away. I'm like, oh my God. You got to watch out now. There's a lot of power. We are the real superheroes here actually. <laughs> Not Superman and Spider-Man. There's a lot of power bestowed upon us. And it's just waiting for sons of God to manifest. Hmm. Also want to hit a few more items and then we'll close. The body and soul also, as I said, one of the agents where blockage is created in body and soul is through curses. It can be generationally programmed curses. Curses, you know, so you might, some, you might imitate some of our forefathers' traits and suddenly the wife or husband says, you behave like your mother, you'll behave like your father because there is stuff passed on. And when you see negative patterns like that, what is the truth? That it's, we are free. But the fact is we are still struggling with, we got to get into the war zone. We got to declare the truth and make the fact align with the truth. We need to break that pattern. You know, I remember Diana saying her dad went through that pattern. But when it was exposed, she made a stand. She stood up and said, uh -uh, I ain't going to cooperate with that pattern. I cut it off at the root in the name of Jesus. But your words have to be released to cut that off. Now, if you ain't confident enough, find somebody who is confident and they'll do it for you. If you feel like, eh, I don't know if it happened, find somebody who's moving in the spirit. Tell them, hey, I'm going through this generational pattern. I need to break it off. Because you definitely need anointing to break every yoke. All right? It's not like every Tom, Dick, and Harry can do this. Anointed men and women coming forth and decreeing, boom, it cuts off. So there is generational curses. I'm talking about blockages to your body and soul. Because curses can affect your mind, your will, your emotion. Um, no matter, like some people have depression passed on. Some people have addictions passed on. These are, they're like, why am I doing this? I don't like to do this, but I feel the tendency to do it. 
I feel a tendency to get angry at people. It's a spirit that's been passed on. We have to break it off. Then there's word curses. Like I said, husbands and wives, uh, children or anyone, do not curse one another. Let's try to bless one another. Because the enemy knows an anointed man, an anointed woman, let's make them fight with each other. Because both their words carry what? Power. <laughs> so let's make them self-destruct. <laughs> This is what actually Balaam did in Israel. He said, listen, man, I can't curse Israel. There is no one on earth who can curse the people of God. But we can do one thing. We can make them curse one another. And it will finish them. Jesus. So we are to watch out, saints. Because the enemy will stir up people within our own house. To destroy us. And our own loved ones could be because sometimes our worst enemies. It's not that they do it on purpose. That's the enemy's tactic. He knows there's nothing from outside they can test them. Let me just finish this from the inside. <laughs> Jesus. Then there is self-imposed curses. We might have heard of it. Which is, you, you know, you like to cuss. You just say, nothing goes right with this or... You know, you just speak negative words to your own life and situations. There you go. That kind of words. Some people say, you know, I love you to death and I laugh. I don't know, all these death words I've heard. Keep death out of your tongue. Your words are more powerful than what you know. Speak life. Speak positive to your environment. The words of God is like nuclear power out there. Any, every morning when you wake up, take a word of blessing and declare it in the environment of the house. It's for the people of God's taking to do it. But the word is we're getting ready. It is like this dynamite ready for you to just scatter. You have to learn to do this. The next blockages, other than curses, is overindulgence. This was a sin of Sodom and Gomorrah. Overindulgence. Turn with me to the book of Luke 21, verse 34. Jesus said, Take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. He says, don't get weighed down by feeding flesh too much. It's a dangerous thing. We all have done that at some point where we overindulge maybe even extra drink or too much alcohol or too much food or whatever it is. But Jesus said the problem is it takes you, knocks you out of your divine consciousness. The more you feed your flesh, the less your spirit, spirit's power becomes. So he says to get the blockages removed, we have to live a, live a disciplined life. That's why Apostle Paul said, Practice moderation. Let your temperance be known to all men. We Unfortunately, we can't just feed and revel in the stuff of the world because it's against our divine identity and consciousness. We are pilgrims here on earth. We got to live very smart. So he says, do not get your heart weighed down with drunkenness, gluttony, and cares of this life. And in the book of Proverbs 21, verse 17 says, Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever lo loves wine and luxury will never be rich. It is, it's not against pleasure or it's not against wine or oil. It's about your whole pursuit is about this. <laughs> if, you do, if your whole pursuit is about this, hey, I want more pleasure. I can't get enough of this. Just look at the Hollywood and even in you know, any community. There are people who don't have money to pay rent, but they want the biggest cars. And they will eat, eat at the finest restaurant. They're, going to, they're never going to come out of poverty. He who loves pleasure will become poor. He who loves wine and oil will never be rich. Talking about the love part. The love for money is the root of all evil. He's talking about inordinate love for these pleasures. We're here. We have wine. We might have good food. That's fine. Keep it in moderation. Don't, don't be thinking about when is my next 
surfeiting time. When is the next buffet line? No, 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 that's not. We are trying to live. So we are trying to eat just to live, to keep going. Our main goal is our spiritual pursuit. How can I get more aligned with the Most High? And I'm going to start close with this. The ecclesia would have to learn to blast the devil out. As I said, blockages have been created in the soul and body realms. If you want to see God clearly, if you want to see, if you want to operate in power, you have to remove these blockages. Blockages can, it just damps the flow of God. Damps the flow of God, meaning no matter how much you study, how much you read, Whatever, how much you pray, until you deal with these blockages in your emotions, in your physical body, in your mental realm, you just cannot see God clearly. And I remember around 12 years ago, is, I became, so 15 years ago, I became a Christian. First two years, I read the word. I knew some things were right. Okay? And God sends a prophet my way. And my wife and I, we didn't have even kids at that time. So I told him, hey, why don't you come stay with us? This guy has a man like Elijah, okay? And he said, I'll come. And he stayed with us. And we both, my wife and I, were just knelt down while he was praying. And this man is like a general. All, I remember one thing. He blasted the devil out with this loud bomb noise. And so I'm three, almost three years saved Christian. But the fact was I was still bound with many things. But this man of God came in. He blasted. The blast was like, he wasn't like, hey, I rebuke you. you know? <laughs> this was really just like if there was a robber in your house, you know, the way you kind of scream and maybe fire the gun, that kind of shot. And I felt like a thousand pounds of something lifting off me. And that is the first time I started to see the spirit thinks clearly. I recognize I can be a good Christian sitting in the pew until the anointing comes and breaks the yoke. I can't see clearly. What he did that day was he broke off a lot of blockages of my spirit, uh, sorry, of my soul, of my body, of my, because I felt really a thousand pounds lifting off me. I felt so light. I felt like I was about to fall down. You know, when you, when you go to some of these big crusades when anointed men are there, the real falling down, getting slain in the spirit, that's what happens. A release is happening. I'm not talking about courtesy falls where people just want to make people, others feel good. No, no, no. Real slaining of the spirit when you are in no control. I had a lady when I was ministering in India. So we had granite floors. Like in India, there's a lot of marble granite floors. Man, this woman of God fell down. If somebody didn't catch her, she would have split her head open. That is the power of God hitting her. Boom. Boom, she was gone. So what I'm trying to say is, there is the power of God through the anointed vessels can clear off blockages. Now the world is practicing some of this through Reiki. Is that what is it? R-E-I-K. I've seen that. How they have Reiki healers. This is an alternate distortion. This is not the gospel. They're trying their best. They don't know the truth, but they still need to deal with blockages. So what they do is they'll have a touch therapist. They'll make you lie down. They'll touch your certain points of your spine and your other areas. And they'll speak certain things too. They want to get people who are depressed to get off depressed. They're trying. I'm not, see, the church ain't helping, guys. Where are the people going to go? They're going to resort to alcohol. They're going to smoke some weed. They need to get their sorrow off. Unless the church stands up to the ecclesia and does its duty, the people are going to resort to something else. This is why the pastor who committed suicide recently, it seems we, he, he went and told many people, hey, I'm fighting depression. They said, hey, just have faith. Jesus will heal you. Is Jesus going to heal like that, anybody? I don't think Jesus is going to heal just because I conjure up faith. I need some people, men and women of power, coming and blasting that devilish spirit out. You know, I was fighting when I first got saved. I, I was a chain smoker, packet after packet. One man of God came up and said, in the name of Jesus, break that spirit out. So I'm done. I never felt any attraction to a cigarette anymore. <laughs> so this is what he said. I'll close this, this, this verse. 
Luke 11 verse 20 says, If I cast out demons with the finger of God, Jesus said this, Surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. This ain't cute Christianity, my friends. A good chunk of Jesus' ministry was casting out demons. You saw in the beginning the woman who was in the synagogue, bound for 18 years. The man by the poolside, 38 years. These are people under Abrahamic covenant, bound by the devil. And the anointed man had to come and blast these things out. Why am I saying this today? Because we as the ecclesia need to get some of these blockages removed. Very important. Very important. And it's not a one and done thing either. We're going to take audit and we're going to clean up our speech life or what do you call it? Words. We're going to clean up our diet. Very important. You think you can eat all that we want and stay in the spirit? <laughs> Don't fool yourself. We have to maintain a strict diet. We have to maintain proper diet of the spirit and of the soul. When I say soul, I have a Christian friend. I asked him, how come you're, you've been a Christian for more than me? You're not doing much. He said, I just don't, you know. Meaning he's just, don't, he doesn't feel it. You know why? He reads everything in the news media. From morning to evening, if you ask him what's the news, he'll tell you. That's all he's on. He's feeding his mind with CNN and Fox and movies. And there was no surprise. So you have to have a strict diet in that realm too. You don't need to watch all these channels. Your mind is holy to God. Your mind needs to be around the word of God. If you have time, listen to a CD of the men of God. Listen to the word of God, not a CNN. What has it done to your life? Or Fox News. Even Fox News. Who cares? I want to learn more about the power of God. I want to know more about how to fight this war, how to get my stuff. I am interested in what politicians are doing. I just, I'm not, I'm not. So I'm saying, but a lot of people, he told me, Junior, you don't need to read any news. Just call me. <laughs> I said, I don't want you doing this either, brother. <laughs> He's like, you know, you want to know any news? Just call me because I read it. So from morning to evening, I just squeeze the heck out of it. I'm like, this is, don't do this. And his condition is pitiable right now. I'm like, man, you need to learn on how to fight the fight of good faith. Don't worry about this news. He's like, it's just an, it's just an, uh, he didn't call it addiction. He said, it's just a habit. In other words, some people, I don't know, they get a newspaper. They will read from start to the last page, every word. What has it done? Nothing. They're feeding their fallen mind and fallen nature. That's all. But we now who are redeemed, we need to feed our higher nature. We are not dead people anymore. Hallelujah. And because there's too much shipments that have been blocked. It's too much shipments. It is the wealth of the righteous is with the sinner. You're talking about wealth transfer? Clean up your life. There's no way wealth transfer happens without proper organizing our lives. No way. You might have a temporary shift of wealth. It'll go right back, back to the sinner's camp. If you have not positioned your environment and your life properly. This is what happened. Israel would have a temporary victory and then boom, right back. The enemy would grab them and put them back into captivity. This requires a sustained, disciplined life. This is not a one and done thing. You got to love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your mind. You got to organize, as I said, our word life, our mouth, our diet, our environment, everything. Our friends. Throw all those no good nonsense friends out. Pray for them, but don't hang out with them. Don't waste your time. And then, the Bible says in the book of Psalm. I don't have the verse here. He says, your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will find those who hate you. And guess what will happen? So when you get your enemies exposed, the Bible says, you shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. I've got up in holy anger. When God exposes my enemies, I just rise up in holy anger. 
then I would be releasing decrees back and forth, east and west, north and south, until that thing is withered and done. But many a times the enemy tries to play behind the scenes. He will not expose. This is why we need prophetic people. I've had several things brought up to my light because of my prophetic friends. They said, hey, this is what the enemy, uh, the enemy is trying to do. This is what, this, here's a warning sign. And he says here, your hand will find all your enemies. In other words, God is going to expose it. What has been, is it the generational curse? He's going to expose it. Is it that friend who's been pretending it to be a friend? I'm going to expose him. Is it going to be something else that's pulling you down? I'm going to expose that. And once you find out, he says, you shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your wrath. We all know when we get angry how zealous we can be. We need to rise up in a holy anger. If, Dan, if I were to tell you, you've been suffering losses for generations, if somebody prophesies to him, he's going to most likely rise up and say, this is enough is enough. But the prophetic intelligence would be the one that is stirring it up. Somebody comes prophetically and says, a generational curse has been making you poor for generations. Do you want to continue to this or you want to break that spirit of poverty? Then you rise up in your holy anger and you make those devilish spirits and the Bible says, the Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath and the fire shall devour them. But until you find out and you take the right steps to mitigate it, nothing will happen. The truth is, we've been set free, everything has been released, but it requires our activation. So exposition through prophecy, proper um, posture from us, and then declarations and decrees going forth. I recognize one thing. We don't have to even really do much in the flesh to fight this fight. Our declarations and decrees carry so much power. You know, because I remember times when I thought, Lord, do I need to deal with this person? The Lord said, just decree. And he will send someone else to wipe them out. I've noticed that. I, he said, you don't need to get meddled with this dirt. I'll, I'll make, I, I got enough people in Egypt to destroy one another. The saints don't need to meddle with the dirt. Just leave it alone. And suddenly I hear news like, oh, this person gone, sudden heart attack. Another person, sudden this, sudden that. These are people who've been ripe for destruction for a while. God has given them periods and periods for repentance. None. Working against the people of God. Working as agents of devil. If the ecclesia doesn't rise up and do something, these people will continue to do havoc. And these spirits too. One, one vision the Lord showed me, uh, a demon, it had a bat's tail, face of a human, but it, the body was like a bat. And then the Lord showed me, in one instance, he's just tearing it up into two pieces. The force of God coming upon, I thought, Lord, I thought demons, you know, will only be chained up. He's still doing his work. As you decree and declare, he tears up some of these demons into pieces. <laughs> he just tore it up in, in a split second into two pieces. This is stuff happening in the spirit realm. Pray that God would open our spiritual eyes. As Elijah prayed, Lord, open this man's eyes, he said. And when it opened, he saw chariots of fire all around them. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's stand up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Chris. Oh, Lord, as whoever. Thank you, God. Come on, let's just pray for a holy boldness this morning. The anointing. We need the mantle of boldness. We need the mantle of power to move forth as the ecclesia, to take our rightful place, to show us where to go, what to do, to give us open doors and opportunities. Come on, just breathe in and just receive that Spirit of God, Spirit of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's like a radiation. It catches radiation. Thank you, Lord. Come on, some of you need to just lift your hands. And say, Lord, I need to receive a double portion of your spirit to break those blockages off me. 
blockages that had been stuck there in my emotions in my flesh in my body in my spine in my neck since some people twisting their necks so badly it's a demon if you just need to break that thing off no chiropractor can adjust you back into that the demons have to be cast out every disease and sickness something behind is is nothing else but demons recently there in a deliverance session one person who had cancer the demon came out and said i've been hiding in this person most people don't know demons hiding and jesus said if i cast out demons with the finger of god and you understand that the kingdom of god is upon you hallelujah they korabasia father i pray for your fire to purge out every individual here everybody just lift your holy hands lord everyone with lifted hands i pray the fire will fall on them the tongues of fire will consume them from the inside out every dirt every contamination every pollution every generational curse be broken off now in the name of jesus i release the fire the fire of holy ghost to go from head to toe from crown of the head to the soles of their feet to burn up everything every impurity anything inherited from the forefathers that are useless let it all be gone hallelujah come on just worship just worship some of you need to jump just jump some of you need to clap express it out some of you just need to shout just shout out you just got to release it out it's okay guys this is your salvation this is your deliverance this is your time david danced naked he didn't care it's about you your deliverance your family do what you got to do to get out some of you just need to release a sound come on just release a sound glory Woo! jesus come on just let it go just move you know some of you are stiff just need to jump and dance come on just let just lose your body it's okay the devil knows the more you move and release he's going to get untied apostle peter paul shook off that wiper of his hands shake it off shake off that generational curse shake off that devilish bondage shake off that hatred and anger shake it off forgive one another let the spirit of god reign in they korabasia come on miss mary ye kararabasa ye ke se kere de boso ye kararabasa ye ke se kere de boso e kararabasa ye ke se kere de boso e kararabasa ye ke se ye boko risi kata ye oboko ye ke se kere de boso ye bakasa e kararabaso i hata ye boko risi hata ye ke se Ye boko roso disi hata basaye ye boko roso e kata basa e kororoboso disi kata basa ye boko roso e kata ye ha e owo i kata se kodoro i kata sa de kodoboso i kata ye kodoboso e kata basa ye kodoboso disi kata enough is enough de kororoboso disi ka enough is enough ye kararabasa Breakthrough this ikata ye koro ro 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 sisikata ye koro ro 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 sisikata ye koro ro 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 sisikata ta breakthrough 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 re kararabasa e koro ro ro so disi hatabasa ye ke o koro ro 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 so sisikata ta ta re koro ro so ye katabasa e koro ro so ye kararabasa breakthrough 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 ye koro ro so disi sisikata rabasa 
The curse is broken. The curse is broken. The curse is broken. Receive it. The curse is broken. To God be the glory. 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 Hallelujah. The coronaboso, the sea, hot top, I say, Kedaboso. The Kalarabasa, the coronaboso. Use your weapon. The Kalarabasa, the Kesekedaboso. You see, Katabasa, the coronaboso, the sea, Hararabasa, the coronaboso. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Basca, enough is enough. Enough is enough. The coronaboso. Hey, both the men are going to blow shofar, but before that, I'm going to release a sound. I'm going to release a blast too with my mouth. And everyone, um, just close your eyes for a second because some things are going to break off you. Father, I know in my voice now as I'm going to release this blast. In the name of Jesus, every evil stronghold that had been hiding in you, now I blast it off in the name of Jesus. Permission! Tie by fire! Thank you, God. Come on, man. I believe Holy Spirit said for us who have now you've received a word to have things removed to have things pushed out of your system out of your heart out of your mind all this pushed out you've heard the word and then I believe Holy Spirit just told me before we blow the shofar before we make a declaration of that sense he said to just tell the people that I want to release a fresh filling on them. He's present. He's present. He's spoken his word. And he just said, just tell them to just raise their hands in spirit. Raise their self before me and then allow me to receive. Holy Spirit, we give you the freedom to now release and fresh filling on you. Holy Spirit, Thank you for the release of power and a fresh anointing in their lives, in our lives. We can't do it without you. We can't do this thing without you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Fill. 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 Let your oil run on the heads, down to the shoulders, all the way down to the bottom of our feet. Engulf us in your presence. Engulf us. Holy Spirit, come. Come. Come, Holy Spirit. Fresh filling. power authority all that you've promised we ask for a fresh filling and a fresh renewal that we don't walk out of here today thinking we can do anything because as we just heard we can't do anything unless we have you so we release we we give ourselves up this morning to you say come fill us less of me more of you none of me all of you come Holy Spirit fill us fresh and new fresh and new Gentlemen, make a declaration. For the time is now. Yes, the time is now. I declare the time is now. 
Some of you just need to get out of the aisle. Just step forward, please. Come on, we have just few people here today. Come on out. Step forward, maybe to the front. Hallelujah. Come on, just step forward. Prophetic sign. Forward. Not backward. Forward. Come on, that's good. Shake it off. Yes, Lord. Take your arms. Shake it off. Take your legs. Shake it off. Take your body. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Step forward. Step forward. Step into my time. Step into my time. Step into my time. For I created you for such a time as this. I created you for such a time as this. I am your God. I have your back. I go before you. I prepare the way. I go before you, I prepare the way. Greater am I who are in you than he that is in the world. Step forward, step into my time. Step forward. Step into my time. I am the Lord your God. I am the God that healeth thee. I am God Almighty. I am God Almighty. I am God Almighty. Rejoice. thankful. Just let him know you're thankful. Tell him how grateful you are. We're grateful to you, Papa. We're grateful to you, Jesus. We're grateful to you, Holy Spirit, and how you work and how you fulfill. <laughs> fulfill. 
how you always increase in our lives. Lord says on the question of if you have any lack in your life in any area physical in any area the Lord says as a daily exercise for your faith because he's given us a measure but on the subject of any area of lack he says he's already prepared everything we will ever have need of and it is set aside waiting for us to access it by faith he says as that daily exercise that point of contact for your faith reach up and pull on holy spirit every day and say that that you have set aside for me in this area i access that today by faith and i pull it down and i receive it today and I will keep pulling and receiving until I walk it out in faith in this earth, in this realm. And we thank you, Father, for that that you have prepared and set aside for us. So there be no lack in our homes, in our bodies, in our lives. So we can be what you've called us to be in this earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Real quickly. Has anybody been experiencing the heat? You mentioned about depression. The Lord has given a, a word for the depression. Real quickly, if you've been experiencing depression, come up real quickly. I want to share the word of the Lord with you. Anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Gentlemen, I need you to flow with me in this. Anytime we see jewelry or, or trinkets in the earth, we automatically attach a price to it. You see a big diamond ring, you automatically think thousands of dollars, and you must be able to tell the person, ooh, somebody must really love you. You know, uh, you, you know, you see Vicky with a brand new car, and she'll say, ooh, Dan got it for me. You say, ooh, Dan must really love you because we attach the value to the greatness to we attach the greatness to the value well what one understand what you need to understand is your value is attached to what was sacrificed for you let me say that again your value is attached to what was paid for you the reason why depression can't live and it can't exist in the kingdom of God because it cannot supersede the value of what was paid for you. So the next time a thought of depression attempts to enter into your soul, all you have to say is, my father paid the ultimate price for me. Hey, glory to God. Lift your hands. You spirit of depression, you lion demon, go in Jesus' name. Loose. Father, your love. Lay your love. That's it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Death could not hold you down. You are the risen king. Seated in majesty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember that, what was paid for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
every time remember what was paid for you. It will always tell you your worth. Thank you, Lord. He didn't go cheap. He didn't send an invitation. He sent the real deal. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Spirit for your deliverance, anointing, hallelujah. Come, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. We receive, we receive your deliverance, anointing, your presence, Father, that sets us free. We receive you, we, we embrace the grace. We embrace you, we draw life. Hallelujah, set us free, set us free, set us free. We receive by faith. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else need prayer? Just come on forward. Thank you, Lord. There's like, if you're experiencing any form of blockages, I, I recognize so much, so much things, so many things have been broken off this morning. Whether you know it or not, many things have just peeled off from you. We thank God for that. Thank you, God, for setting captives free, for healing the brokenhearted. Thank you, Lord, to let the oppressed go free, O oh God. Jesus, Lord, it's you. It's you, O oh God, we give you the glory for this. The spirit of the true God, the one and only true God, Yahweh and his son, Yeshua. We thank you. We acknowledge the true God of heaven and earth. The Elohim of heaven and earth. We acknowledge you, Master. All creation belongs to you. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Yahweh, Son, Yeshua is Lord. We thank you, we acknowledge it. In this world where they worship false gods, we acknowledge the true God. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Spirit of God. Just do your work. Just position yourselves to receive. Just position yourselves to receive. However that looks to you. However that looks to you. I just want to declare over you. <laughs> As an authority in this house, I want to declare over you. No lack. No void. Fullness. Holy Spirit, fill them to the brim. Any place where there's been void, any place where there's been emptiness, any dust, any residue, Holy Spirit, we ask you to blow. Blow through. Blow through our beings. Clean out residue junk from the past things that have been laid down but the residue still stands it just lays there in the corners we ask for a fresh blowing of your wind come and blow through us and then fill that void fill every crevice every crack every hole every void that was ever there fill it with your presence and we thank you for it we thank you for your work. We thank you for that. No more doubt. Never again, no doubt of who you are in him. That gets your attention. No more doubt. No more, no more doubt. No more sitting around in the house with the lights off wondering is this really real no more doubt none 
What he has deposited in you today will never allow you to be alone again, ever. I declare that over you today. You never feel alone again. The moment that begins to come over you, I declare that you stand up in who you are and say, no, I make no agreement to that. That's one of the most sure things that I've come into in the recent months is to be able to declare when things start coming and I've sensed them, doesn't matter if it's physical, doesn't matter if it's mental, whatever. I simply immediately declare out, I make no agreement with you. None whatsoever. I only agree with what Jesus has said and done. That's where my agreement lies. I will never agree with that which is not of him. Send it flying. It's the only way we're ever going to live like we're supposed to live. Ecclesia, full of power. Full of power. I want to declare a blessing to you. And it was amazing when I saw this this morning. It was just as Janu's teaching and all that we have, all that you, Holy Spirit, have done this morning. These words encompass it all. Because they encourage, they teach, they grab, they lay hold of, and they say, walk with them. <laughs> so let me read these words over you. It's out of Colossians, one of my favorite books ever written. Therefore, as you, now this is about you, okay? This is about you. This isn't just words reading. This is about you. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in him. There's a bunch of words in, I-N. There's a bunch of those words in this next, these few five, six verses. That word is, means positionally fixed. Every time you hear the word in, it's positionally fixed. Positionally fixed. That means it doesn't change. It's positionally fixed. Walk in him, positionally fixed, in him, being rooted, built up in him, positionally fixed, and being confirmed in the faith, positionally fixed. Even as you were taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving, abounding, positionally fixed in thanksgiving. Watch that there not be one robbing you through philosophy and empty deceit. That's what we're talking about this morning, how the enemy will come and he tries to get you to think different. He tries to get you to agree with him through symptoms, through situations, circumstances. Agree with me. No, we make no agreement with him. We're positionally fixed in this one, Jesus Christ. So don't let anyone rob you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men, according to the elements of the world, circumstances, and not according to Christ. See, that's the point. We're going to agree with Christ. We're followers of Christ. We're followers of Jesus. We make agreement with him, his truth, his truth. If you know the truth, you'll be free. For in him, who? <laughs> Jesus. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is in Christ Jesus. It's not in the things of this earth. It's not in anything here. It's in him. Life and godliness is great as long as it's through him. What this world has to offer is just empty. having been filled which is exactly what we did this morning positionally fixed before him allowing him to fill us full you are in him <laughs> positionally fixed who is the head of all rule and authority who are you you ever ask that question who am I <laughs> You are the righteousness of Christ Jesus. You are full. You are filled with him. 
you are positionally fixed. Positionally fixed. Get that deep in you. Let that just let that settle. These aren't these aren't these aren't questions. These aren't maybes. What Jesus did, he set forth truth. It's been moving ever since. And you are fixed positionally in the truth. So say this with me. We make no agreement with the enemy. We agree with Christ Jesus. You might have to say those words to yourself 20 times a day. doesn't matter. We must, we must abide by the truth. We are ecclesia. We are those who are called out. We are those who will make a difference in the earth. You'll make a difference in your neighbor's life, in the one you work with. That's you. You will make the difference. You're the called out ones. Remind yourself, I'm positionally fixed. I can't be moved. I can't be moved. When we say be who you are, that's what we're talking about. Become who you are supposed to be. Know who you are. Positionally fixed. You cannot be moved. You make no agreement with anything outside of Christ Jesus and his word. I want these guys to seal this moment seal these words with a declaration of sound of the shofar just to seal this morning these words spoken because surely he has visited us surely he has visited us he is reassured and confirmed in our hearts who he is and whose we are go ahead gentlemen been exposed we can see in that realm just stay firm know who you are it's an awesome thing it's an awesome thing what he has done for us because he loves greater than we could ever imagine so as a body let's must make an agreement this morning with one word Amen. 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 It's a done deal in Jesus' name. Let's go take the world. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus.